Today, we discuss two Islanders players in danger of burnout, plus what the Islanders can do if Casey Sezikis misses time, and we preview tonight's game against the Maple Leafs. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. That's jasemedical.com. We've got a lot to get to on today's show, but first... If there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So please join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. I want to talk a little bit about a couple of players on this roster, who I I just think are in a little bit of danger of burnout. And the first one I'm a little less concerned about, and the second one I'm a little more concerned about. The first one is Noah Dobson. And Dobber, look, he was playing more than 26 minutes a game for a long time, and you sort of understood it because of all the injuries the Islanders had on the blue line. And he, you know, went from one of the top four guys to really the only number one guy that you had. And so you sort of ended up seeing a lot of really big minute amounts, uh, game after game after game. And for some reason, that 26-minute mark was the cutoff, and he went through a 
eight-game stretch where he had 26 minutes or more in a row, then played a little more than 25 minutes, and then two more games with 26-plus, another 25-plus, a 26-plus. The game against Vancouver on Tuesday, he finally, you know, when you get uh, Adam Pellick back, and remember, Pellick was not at full strength just yet, wasn't going to play a lot of minutes, but Dauber goes down to 24 minutes and 39 seconds. And I think you want him somewhere between 22 and 25 minutes a game, unless there's a lot of power plays. But, I, I mean, I think you look at the, the way things have been going lately, he was a minus four against the Canucks. He was a minus four also back on December 27th against Pittsburgh. He was a minus two on New Year's Eve against Pittsburgh. And I'm not going to sit here and say to you, yeah, that's all because of the minutes he's playing. But I'm also not going to say that that wasn't a factor. And I think that, yeah, it was a situation where he was, you know, one of the three guys left in the lineup that had experience, that you trusted, that knew the system and he was playing more minutes, I get it. And it's okay, especially for a younger guy. I mean, look, uh, he's only 24 years old. So having Dobber, if anyone's going to play those extra minutes, it makes sense that it's Noah Dobson. But you don't want to burn him out because you want Noah Dobson to be playing at a very high level come March and April, and hopefully if the Islanders make it to May, uh, in May. And you need Dobson to be on top of his game also because he is really head and shoulders above anybody else on this blue line when it comes to providing offense. Yeah, Mike Riley can do some nice things, and Sebastian Ajo can occasionally do some nice things, but when you look at the numbers... Nobody can quarterback the power play and produce offensively as well as Noah Dobson. 38 points in 40 games. He leads all Islander defensemen in points. By the way, the next highest point producer this year on the blue line, Alexander Romanov with three goals and nine points, and that's not to say anything bad about Romanov, who is more of a defense-first kind of a guy, but it also tells you that, you know, Sebastian Ajo, five points in 31 games. Mike Riley, eight points in 20 games. We're really talking about a situation where nobody else on this roster can do what Dobson does offensively, and they need to have him doing those things down the stretch. But I'm only a little bit concerned about Dobson. The guy I'm more concerned about is obviously goalie Ilya Sorokin. Why? Well, obviously right now we know Semyon Varlamov is injured. He is on IR. But the last time Varley played a full game, was back on December 20th. And what that means is that we have seen Sorokin now play in eight straight 
games, eight in a row. And there is, you know, a back-to-back coming up next week on the schedule. We don't know whether or not Varlamov will be ready to go. But what we do know is that Varley hasn't started skating yet. And the Islanders did not practice on Wednesday, so there's no, uh, you know, word as to whether he would have skated if they would have practiced today. And, uh, you know, check uh, my feed on X for updates as to whether he skates uh, on, you know, the morning skate on Thursday. But let's get this much settled. Even though he's a goalie, Varley is going to have to skate and then practice a little bit. He's not just going to immediately return just because he can get on the ice. So we saw last year what happened to Ilya Sorokin down the stretch. He played 22 of the last 25 games, if I'm not mistaken, down the stretch because the Islanders needed the points so badly, and he was playing well. But by the time they got to the playoffs and took on the Carolina Hurricanes in the first round, uh, you know, Sorokin was good, but he wasn't A-level Ilya Sorokin. He wasn't the guy who got them there with his very strong play all year. And unfortunately, the way this team is built and the way this team plays, I mean, we see right now the only team giving up more shots and more high-danger shots in the NHL than the Islanders is the San Jose Sharks. That's not company you want to be in this year. And so not only is Sorokin playing every game, but he's also facing a lot of rubber every game. And, you know, you go down the list, He only, and I'll put that in air quotes, faced 33 shots against Vancouver. You sort of got the feeling that he would have had more shots against if the Canucks needed another goal. But really, in the third period, they sort of took their feet off the gas. But then, you know, 37 shots against Pittsburgh, 40 shots against Carolina, 40 shots against Toronto, 36 against the Kings, 37 against the Sharks, 45 against the Panthers, 40 against the Flyers. I I mean, I can go on and on and on, but this Islanders team, the way they're playing right now, they are not doing the defense first thing anymore. And the result is, yeah, they're scoring more goals, but they're also giving up way too many shots. And... When you have a guy playing, let's say, you know, three out of every five games as your starter, that's hard enough. But if you then have him in eight straight games, and believe me, it's going to be nine and it's going to be ten, it starts to wear on you. And when, you know, Ryan Polak comes back, hopefully soon, and when even... uh, Semyon Varlamov comes back, you need Ilya Sorokin to be ready and to play a lot of games to help this team hopefully reach the playoffs because the standings, as we know, 
Five points separate second place and seventh place in the Metropolitan Division. So I'm concerned. I'm not panicking, but I am concerned about Ilya Sorokin. Don't want to see him burn out. And I'm hoping the Islanders, you know, get uh, Semyon Varlamov back or... You know, they're going to have to let Ken Appleby play a game or two here and there. I know he hasn't played an NHL game in a few years, but they're going to have to give him a shot at some point in order to keep Sorokin sharp. All right, we've got more to get to. We're going to talk a little bit more about Casey Sezikis. What are the Islanders' options if Zeke does go on IR? We'll talk about that. We'll preview tonight's game against the Maple Leafs. That's a 7 o'clock Eastern time start, and you can catch every minute of that game with the live Islanders broadcast on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Islanders. We've got all of that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, But can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if one of our loved ones got sick and a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, and more. And that stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com, complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medicines will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So let's talk a little Casey Sezikis. He left the game against the Canucks on Tuesday. In the first period, did manage briefly to come back, but at the end of the day, couldn't keep going. He left the game early in the second period, and just did not return. Lane Lambert, after the game, simply told the media, he told us, we don't have any update. And as I mentioned, Wednesday, the Islanders did not practice, so there is no additional update. But look, it didn't look too good. It was clearly, uh, you know, he he, he blocked a shot by Philip Roenick, And uh, it's a lower body injury. As you know, the NHL does not tend to say much about, you know, the specific injury. But it didn't look very good. We know Casey Sezikis is as tough as they come. If he can play, he will play. But it's very possible he ends up missing time. What would the Islanders do? 
obviously, they could simply do what they did back in December when they faced the Capitals. Sezikis was ill. They knew he was only going to miss a game, maybe two. And they just moved Cal Clutterbuck to center the fourth line. I would assume it would then be Clutterbuck, Martin, and Fashing. And that would be your short-term approach. No need to make a call-up. That would also, I think, be an option if Casey Sezikis doesn't have to go on IR, but just, you know, needs another day or two to recover. And again, if you go on IR, seven days uh, is the minimum that you could, uh, you know, be on IR after that. It could be longer, but it couldn't be shorter. But then you say, okay, what if he is on IR and the Islanders need to make a recall from Bridgeport for a longer-term situation? Well, there are a few options. And I know the first thought on so many people's minds is, oh yeah, they should call up Ruslan Ishkakov. Fair enough. Uh, uh, That's a separate issue in my mind. I think, you know, Ishkakov has earned the right to be called up under the right circumstances, but he's a, a small guy. And they he is also not built to play on the fourth line. That is just not his game. And, you know, you're talking about a guy who's listed at 5'8", 170. And, yeah, he's leading Bridgeport with 28 points in 32 games. He has more goals, more assists, and more points than anybody on Bridgeport. He deserves to be called up. He can play center. He can play wing. They've moved him to the wing, but he can play center. He did that for most of his career. So why not him? Because he is, if he's going to play, top six for sure. Third line, probably, but... I can't see Ishkakov being a good fit on the identity line. So, where do you go from there? Well, you've got a couple of other options. I think, you know, you've got Kyle McLean, who, he's 24, he, he's got 19 points, 6 goals, 19 points in 32 games so far this year with Bridgeport. But he's more of, you know, he's a penalty killer. He's more of a bottom six forward. And I get the feeling that he would be the guy that would make the most sense. Uh, Has not yet played an NHL game. But, you know, 6'1", 190 pounds, can kill penalties, can play the physical style that we typically see from the identity line, and in that respect, I think it makes more sense to go with him. You have two other guys who have a little bit of NHL experience also on the roster in Bridgeport, Carlson Kuhlman and Brian Pinho. Kuhlman has the most NHL experience, 147 games. Pinho has two, but again, uh, both of these guys could get the job done over the short term, and we'll see, you know, what option the Islanders go with, but I get the feeling Casey Sezikis could miss tonight's game against Toronto, and again, 
Check out our feed on X. We'll update you as to whether or not he skates Thursday morning with the team and whether or not the Islanders make any moves to call anybody up or to place Sezikis on IR. It's all up in the air, but hopefully uh, he will not miss significant time because let's face it, Casey Sezikis is a heart and soul guy on this team, and he would be missed. And why is it? What is it with this team? As soon as somebody comes back, somebody else gets hurt. It just seems to be the way things are going this season. Let's hope that negative trend ends. Uh, We've got a lot more to get to on today's show. We will preview tonight's game against John Tavares and the Maple Leafs. And, oh yeah, for Islanders' birthday of the day, uh, a player who spent part of two seasons in the early to mid-2000s with the Islanders. He was his center. Let's see if you can guess who he is, and he played his entire NHL career with the Isles. All that and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. It's almost halfway through the NHL season, and Islander fans, the Isles are right in the thick of the playoff race. Regardless of where we are in the standings, though, I want to remind you, you could win big playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Sorokin, Crosby or McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given game. To win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Islander fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports streaming channel. All right, tonight, Islanders, Maple Leafs, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Looking forward to that one. Uh, But remember, you can hear every minute of this game with the Islanders' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. Just go to the SXM app and do a search for Islanders. Maple Leafs, not catching them at the right time. They have won four games in a row Uh, and only given up three goals in those four games. They shut out the L.A. Kings in L.A., uh, gave up one goal against Anaheim, and then one goal against San Jose in back-to-back games. So they are hot right now, and they remain a very dangerous offensive team. Sixth in the league in goals scored, middle of the pack in goals against, and injuries kind of really affecting their goaltending situation right now, if that doesn't sound familiar, for Islander fans. Uh, William Nylander right now, far and away, uh, leading the team with 36 assists and 57 points. 
He also has 21 goals. And by the way, looks like Nylander is going to sign and stay with the Leafs. So if any Islander fans were getting their hopes up, it uh, doesn't look like he'll be coming to the island anytime soon. Austin Matthews, as always, a deadly shot. 31 goals leading the team. 46 points. Mitch Marner, 44 points. Some guy named John Tavares, 12 goals, 34 points in 38 games. Morgan Riley remains a dangerous player as well on the blue line. He has 11 power play assists. The power play, very strong. Sixth in the league, 27% success rate. The PK, a little more vulnerable. They're 21st in the league. They kill off 78% of their opposing team's power plays. Islanders can't let the Leafs skate the puck with speed through the neutral zone and create on the rush. It's something they do very well, and it's something the Islanders can't let them do. And let's be real. If you take foolish penalties against Toronto, you will pay. Right now, the lined combinations, Austin Matthews centers Matthew Knees uh, and Mitch Marner on the top line. John Tavares, Tyler Bertuzzi, and William Nylander are the second line. Max Domi, Nicholas Robertson, and Callie Yarkrock are the third line. And then the fourth line, David Camp centers Bobby McMahon and Pontus Holmberg. On the blue line, we mentioned Morgan Riley. He and TJ Brody are the top pair. Uh, Simone Benoit and Jake McCabe are the second uh, duo. And then Mark Giordano and Timothy Lilgren are the third grouping. By the way, the goalies right now, Martin Jones and Dennis uh, Hildeby. Jones played in Toronto's last game against San Jose. Uh, but, you know, whether or not, because they had a game, a day off after that, uh, would they go back with Martin Jones? Maybe. And Jones, he's been red hot. 8 3 and O on the season, a 198 goals against and a 934 save percentage. And, you know, Martin Jones, not known as a consistently great goaltender, but he's experienced and he certainly can give you, uh, so, uh, get on a hot streak and give you some great production. And that's what he's doing right now. So we'll see whether they go with Jones or Hildeby. Matt Murray and Joseph Wohl both on IR as are John Klingberg and Ryan Reeves. Noah Gregor out of the lineup right now. So we'll see if he has any chance of coming back. But Toronto, uh, never an easy opponent. And let's see whether or not the Islanders are equal to the task. And again, I think this game becomes even more important because... Uh, Toronto right now has 49 points. They're three points ahead of the Islanders, but they have a game in hand. It may be a battle for a wild card spot with Toronto. You obviously have the John Tavares factor. You always want to beat him. And let's also add in how tight the standings are in the Metropolitan Division. And throw in one more thing after this home game. The Islanders go on a four-game road trip to Nashville, Minnesota, Winnipeg, and Chicago. So the Islanders are going to need uh, as many 
points as they can get, and getting them at home is always easier than getting them on the road. Let's hope they are equal to the task. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and today will be the 43rd birthday of former Islanders center Justin Mapletoft, the Lloydminster, Saskatchewan native, drafted by the Islanders in the fifth round back in 1999 and uh, made his Islanders debut in 2002-2003, played 11 games with the Isles, two goals, four points, and was a plus two, played in two playoff games for the Isles that year, and then the following season split time between Bridgeport and the Islanders and uh, played in 27 games, had a goal and five points, and was a minus nine. So Justin Mapletoff, uh, you know, kind of a fringe NHLer after leaving the Islanders, spent a lot of time in Europe, played in Sweden, played in Germany, played in Austria, played in Switzerland, uh, and then hung up his skates after the 2011-2012 campaign. 38 career NHL games, all with the Isles, three goals, nine points, eight penalty minutes. His best game as an Islander, how about March 13th, 2003, Islanders in Edmonton to take on the Oilers. Garth Snow, the Islanders goalie, former Islander Tommy Sallow, the goalie for the Oilers. And in this one, with the Islanders trailing two to nothing, our Islanders birthday of the day, Justin Mapletoft, Scores to make it 2-1 to one late, uh, excuse me, early in the first period. And Yanni Minima and Aaron Asham get the assist. Islanders come back, score four more goals without an answer, and end up winning this game 5-2. Mapletoft scored on one of his two shots, played nine minutes and 57 seconds. In this game, Jason Blake, two goals and a helper, but a big goal for uh, Justin Mapletop, the second goal of his NHL career, he would get one more the following season. So Justin Mapletop is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll have our key takeaways from tonight's game against the Leafs. And, of course, we will have a full preview of Saturday's game against the Nashville Predators. So make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.